Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be on this Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, (laughs) I hope that you're able to discern when it is time to be respectful, honorable, and polite in the halls of nature. (laughs) Okay, so I have a fun little story. I'm not going to tell the whole, whole thing, but my friend who is a paranormal investigator went out on Halloween alone (laughs) but she's been doing this for over 20 years she knows what she's doing and she had a couple weird anomaly anomalous experiences out in the uh woods in the forest and in her neck of the woods in canada and there's a couple different stands of groves nearby where she lives groves of trees and she has encountered uh various creatures there you know besides the um <clears throat> you know the tree spirits or the phase or or you know the she s-i-d-h-e the she spirits uh but she went out on Samhain and she was just trying to determine well where the skinwalkers go and the wendigos go Oh, yes. Be careful where the Wendigos go. Don't you eat that electric snow? (laughs) She's been out many times around Prince Edward Island, and as she's walking around the island, uh, traipsing about, she has come across Wendigos. They are... A mysterious creature that usually are invisible, but they can shapeshift into any animal, any human, any anything. And she was out there uh, investigating this um, years ago with a, with well, and now a former friend, but with this other person who was terrified of them and said they were all evil, they're horrible, they're bad, we're just going to go trash their world, whatever. You know, we're just going to go out there and just, you know, guns a-blazing. No holds barred. You know, typical human shit. <laughs> and so she calls me today and she says, so um, something's happened and I need you to explain it to me. You know, and she and I, we have been psychically attacked by three different witches um, in the past, like, several months. Because they were her acquaintances, and then one of them uh, was a mutual acquaintance. And we've gotten rid of all these people in our lives. We've deleted everything. We've done everything we need to do. But, so today she was perplexed. Like, when she was outside, she suddenly felt absolutely drained of energy. And I'm like, oh, shit. And she said, what? And I said, I see a tear in your auric field. You can get a tear in your aura. I don't know if you guys hear that dog. That's an indication that 
I'm on to something, right? <laughs> so you could get a tear in your aura. And she's like, how the hell did I get a tear in my aura? And, and, and she's like, and, and, and how, like, how does that drain me? And I'm like, well, um, I just had a flash and I saw that she's standing out on a sidewalk and the astral spiders got her. They feed, they love to dine on your auric uh, energy. When you get a tear or a leak in your aura and it leaks out, they come and they clean it up. There's these, they're creepy ass creatures or spiders bigger than your fist and they have these long spindly legs and they will crawl all over you and, and suck your life force right on out, right out of your aura. So you might feel super tired, then you go eat a lot, then you go do whatever you need to do to, you end up sleeping a lot and you, and I've been doing this for years and waking up with these little fuckers on me and it's like, I don't know what they are, how to deal with it. And I found out finally that you have to sew your aura up. You can ask your holy guardian angel to obtain a golden needle and golden thread from Archangel Gabriel, or maybe you can have, you could ask God to send an archangel your way to a, a, a mending angel. I'm sure there's a mending angel. You could get an archangel of uh, sewing or an archangel of mending. And they could come and mend up all the tears and holes in your aura, or you could do it yourself. It's better if you do it yourself. Just grab that needle and thread and just sew it. Tie it off in the end and, you know, you could even sew in a little pattern into your aura if you want. Why not? <laughs> I told this to my friend. She ended up sewing in a Celtic knot. <laughs> but, um, and a few other things. She's like, oh, well, I'm Irish. I'm going to put a Celtic knot in there. That's kind of cool. But, um, so anyway, she was like, how the hell did I get a tear in my aura? And I'm like... Uh, you were ripped on your side by the Wendigo. And she's like, immediately, like, oh my God, how did he get me? I saw that he had set up traps. I could see, because she's psychic, she could see stuff. And she's like, I saw traps set up, and I kicked the traps to the side, but I didn't do anything to him. And, and as soon as she said that, I kid you not, guys, the Wendigo spirit came to me immediately, and he was sitting here in my living room with me. He says, oh, no, you did nothing. You came into my house. You came on my property. You kicked my traps, and I don't have a right to defend myself. And she's like, excuse me? <laughs> oh, my God, guys, you got to be careful. When you enter the halls of nature, you're in somebody else's home. You just don't realize it. Just because there's not a physical house there doesn't mean that there aren't spirits living there. So this is what the Wendigo said tonight to me. And I relayed the info to her. And I said, um, he said, he, he said, I have a right to defend myself and my family. You came around and knocked our traps out of the way. She's like, well, I don't want anyone to get hurt. And he says, it's not up to you to decide what I do in nature, in my, in my area. You know, I don't go into your house and, and start unplugging things and throwing things away. Oh, this, you know, like this, like, for example, like, well, this microwave pollutes the environment. So let's just get it out of your house. You know, like that kind of a thing. That's kind of what he's trying to show me. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's right. A hundred percent. He's a hundred percent correct. I said, so let me ask God in the courts of heaven. And, and we're going to talk about the courts of heaven tonight. 
And God said, um, yeah, it's a legal case against her. It's legal. He has a legal precedent. Okay, guess what, Cheryl? You got a legal precedent. And she's like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah, all right. I didn't even think about it that way. She said, we were just so terrified of the Wendigo. And and this other person kept telling her to, to be terrified of it. That she never considered that he's a being with feelings and family and a territory, just like, you know, the rest of us. So we start talking about that. What does that mean to be respectful of nature? And I said, do you ask when you walk into the forest? Do you ask permission to pass? And she said, well, I always say, hey, I'm coming. And hey, and I go, and, and the Wendigo says, but you don't have a right. And sometimes we have things going on. When you ask permission, you have to wait to hear the answer. And sometimes we have things going on. And she said, well, I want to know about the big hurricane we had, you know, what was going on here with the big hurricane. And he said, we lost some people. We lost in various, you know, groups. You know, some undines died and it was terribly sad and some pixies died. And, you know, the Hama dryads and the dryads were mostly okay. But, um... What did he say? I think he said the gnomes were underground, so they were okay. But, and he said the uh, sprites, I think maybe they lost a couple of sprites, right? So he said that there was, so it was all these, you know, so he said, she said, well, I always warn you when I come, you know, in into the woods. And, and he says, but you have to understand that sometimes we have ceremonies, we have things going on that you don't know anything about. And he said, didn't you hear the crows warning you? Warning you off? You walked into one of our funerals. And she's like, oh my God, I didn't even know. And so I'm telling you guys what the conversation I had with my friend today, because if you pay attention to nature, you're going to understand what's happening. If you think it's just man versus nature, and we have a right to every bit of it, you're sadly mistaken. You start a thing such as a legal case against you, walking into their land, ruining their stuff, trashing stuff. And that my friend is one of the most respectful people ever, but she didn't realize. And when you're ignorant about this stuff, then that's when you when things start happening. <laughs> my husband, the same thing. He, he did some ignorant things. He There was a tree that was growing up into our power lines, and so he cut it. And when he cut it, the black hornets came out of their nest because they were in the tree. He didn't see the nest. And they started attacking him repeatedly. And then when I went outside, they surrounded me. They flew around me and they told me in telepathy, that man that you live with, we need him outside now because he took our home away. We don't know what to do. He ruined our everything. I'm like, I'm going to talk to him. I am married to him. And I understand that he was an ignorant human. And I told them I'm going to find a tree. And I asked the overlighting Dave of the forest, show me the best tree in the area. And she showed me and I said, do you guys see that tree over there? And I showed them a picture of the tree in my mind so they could get the clear image in their mind. And they said, we're going to go check it out. And I said, if that's an adequate tree, you can build over there and we will never, ever, ever touch it. It won't hurt any human power lines. It won't be near anything. And see, the thing is that you guys were ignorant that we have the power lines. When I explained that to the black hornets, they were like, oh, like, see how we encroached upon each other's territory. 
my husband did not see your house and knocked it over accidentally and you did not see that you were in the way of our power lines when you built that nest there and so we were both in ignorance and so that's how I got the case against us from the black hornets out and they did not sting me because they know that I did not do it I had a different energy signature than he did now um, these like yellow jackets or black hornets once they you've done something wrong to them they transmit that information to all of the generations past or all I mean all the generations next so once they are past the next generations already know to watch out for your energy field your signature energy your aura they see you coming a mile away and if you always get attacked by yellow jackets is because you fucked up in the past and even the you know that might be the yellow jackets of your but the yellow jackets now uh, they got your number because you're on a fucking list <laughs> you're on the yellow jacket shit list okay um, you know honeybees don't hold grudges like that but things like hornets do and yellow jackets you know they just have a different society they have a different way of being and showing up in the world and same thing with the windigos and and my friends like okay there was portals I saw portals there's some stuff going on I accidentally stepped in a portal and I lost some time you know and I, I just wanted to, to do an investigation paranormally of the windigo on Halloween because that's when the veils are thinnest between the worlds and it's easier to see the stuff and that's and and so the windigo um, you know she kicked her his things out of the way and he he ripped her aura that was in his opinion that was fair's fair right so uh, I got them to make up and everything's fine she's like what's your name and he says I'm not gonna tell you my name you know he's like I'm not gonna uh, you know divulge private information and she and then she says oh can I put you on my totem now that I've had an encounter and he says no do you do you put everyone you piss off on your totem oh my god I laughed so hard this guy I mean he was saying like it is and he was like mad like you know humans have ideas about us that we're evil or bad and then they hate us and then they disrespect and dishonor us and then get upset when something happens to them see we have to be careful of, of how we are with nature we have to love nature and understand you know when um, you kill a bird um, there are other birds that mourn the loss of that bird you know when my cat came home with a dead bird um, I did not hear the end of it from many different species of birds because where I live they all love each other they all know each other they're all friends and the wife or the husband of that bird that died um, that saw me pick up the dead body of the bird and you know um, I brought it outside but they saw me looking at it and then my cat grabbed it and brought it in the house and the birds just they were like you're gonna allow this to happen they were yelling at me ee, you know screaming at me and I was like oh my god the pigeons and the harbinger birds the yellow birds the blackbirds they were all mad at me I'm like you guys I'm so sorry I'm so so sorry and I ended up taking the bird and pointed out in the yard later but I mean when something happens in nature you know when my husband accidentally ran over a baby sapling tree and it died 
he didn't give it another thought. But the tree spirit did. That was his son. And he himself is a tree that's dying. So he came through our house and started messing up our papers, started throwing things all over our house. We had like what looked like a twister inside our house with all of our tax forms flying all over the place. And, and I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at that. What's happening? And I saw a big, huge tree spirit walking through our dining room and living room area, angry, pacing back and forth. I said, what happened? Calm down. Let me know. Tell me so we can fix it. We will make it right with you. And he said, I'm dying. And I had three sons and your husband killed one of them and didn't even bother to say sorry. And he was angry and he was hurt. And I mean, it was like, you know, to see a 200 foot tall tree walking through your house. It was the spirit of it, but you could, it was obvious to see it is like out of the corner of your eye and the branches became like giant hands and he was slapping things around and, and knocking things over throughout our house. Cause we lived like, we lived where there was like 60 acres behind our house of just pure forest. No one was touching it, it was all raw nature. And um, most of our yard was all raw nature. And so, I mean, you could just do the dumbest thing. You don't even think about it. It's like, ain't, ain't a thing to you. Whatever. You pick up a rock. It's pretty. You put it, you put it in your pocket. You walk in the house. For all you know, you just stole a grave marker off of a pixie's uh, grave. It, you know, that, that many, the, you know, that many mourns the loss over. And you have no idea what the hell's going on. You're just like, ooh, pretty rock. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like we're so ignorant to what the nature is around us that, you know, no wonder all of nature stopped turning their backs on us and stopped working with us. But my friend and I were talking to the Wendigo and he says, you could call me Marcus because that's a human name. But I'm not going to tell you my, my Wendigo name. No way. You know, and she's like, can I come visit? And and, and he's like, you know, I, I just prefer you stay away from us. You know, <laughs> and he was like, okay, all right. You know, fair enough. He's like, if you want to come through, it's okay. But you have to say you're coming through, you know, give us a warning. Don't, you know, um, don't, don't just traipse through here. Don't just, you know, come on over and invade, you know, and, and when there's a bird yelling at you, pay attention. Like he said, you didn't hear the co the crows calling, cawing out. They were actually saying, there's a funeral going on. Go around or wait. You know, don't just walk through our woods because it's a shortcut, right? <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's important. It's important to nature. And to love, honor, and respect nature. And when you don't, they can fight back. You know, like the tree spirit that came in and messed up all of our tax papers. Took me a few hours to put everything back together again. I mean, like papers everywhere, all over the table, all over the floor, all over the, all the chairs. You know, just they were flying like a big whirlwind in my house. Supernaturally flying. I was like, whoa. This is unprecedented. 
you know but once you understand and you tune yourself to the ways of nature then you can apologize sincerely my my husband went and he said I will take care of the other two saplings until they're three feet tall and then they're on their own I don't want to interfere with nature but I will help your sons and then that was an adequate um, response and he put a little um, he built a little ring of quartz rocks all the way around in a circle around the two trees and he made sure that they were safe and he watered them when especially was when it was hot outside and that was okay and the tree spirit stopped haunting us after that but I mean I've pissed off the fairies where I don't know what I did but I'd open up the cabinet and they'd start throwing spices at me at me at my head and I'd have to catch catch the spices as they're flying out the out of the cabinet you know most most fairies won't even deal with you they, they will just be far far away from humans but when they start to learn to know you and love you and trust you um, and then you do something wrong they will let you know my son walked into the fairy area in our yard and my um, I don't know what my daughter did I think she might have gone in the same area oh what's over here mom I'm like oh my god you guys that area I designated for nature itself we're not supposed to go over there but why we want to see it I'm like okay I understand that but that's for the fairies and now you've encroached upon the land I gave them well my daughter's hair started uh, being tied into knots while she slept my son was pushed down a couple stairs he was only two years old she was only four but <laughs> but the fairy spirits were teaching them respect for nature is important and so that's how it's how we lived in California Northern California just north of paradise the town that burned down that's where we lived um, in Megalia which is or Paradise Pines area of Megalia which is where um, it's still there our old house is still there but uh, I lived there for since January of 2000 to 2007 well actually I lived there I think technically no till 2008 cause that's when I filed for divorce and, and then I I moved later I think around July in 2008 I moved into my own apartment in another city but um, it took me a while filed for divorce but still hung out for a couple more months but um, yeah I mean I lived there with my kids and they um, they learned the hard way like yeah don't piss off the fairies if you want to live in their world and be a part of their world and invite them back into your world you have to learn how to do the right things by them and sometimes we just know we're still going to be ignorant. There's still going to things be things happening. And then we're going to have to make it up. We're going to have to say we're sorry, truly. And we're going to have to, you know, if you, you know, dig up some flowers accidentally, you're going to have to replant them somewhere else. You know, because there's, there's nature spirits that take care of everything in nature. They take care of animals. They take care of trees grass flowers plants um, there's even um, face spirits that take care of gnomes I mean I mean gnomes I'm sorry gnomes that face spirits called gnomes that take care of rocks sorry about that 
Um, <laughs> I was like trying to see it in my mind's eye. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah, they do. They do take care of rocks. They take care of various things, you know? So, um, I was doing so much in my yard with nature that Sasquatch came and gave me a gift of a rock in the middle of our driveway that my husband had to use the neighbor's help getting out of the driveway so we could leave. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Sasquatch. Thanks, Chewy. That's so nice of you. <laughs> Thanks for the rock. <laughs> but he saw that I liked the rocks and he brought me a really pretty one, really big, pretty big rock right in the middle of the driveway. My, my husband went knocking on the neighbor neighbor's house. Yeah. Nice one, Kyle. Huh? Can you move the rock now? He's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I see the rock. That's such a funny joke. Ha ha ha. He's like, I didn't do, what are you talking about? Why would I put a rock in your driveway just to piss you off? Now I get, what, to make extra work for myself? He's like, it makes no sense. He was like, well, I need you to move the rock now. And he's like, he went outside. He's like, that rock's too big. I can't lift that thing. It was too big to lift. But that was a gift to me from the Sasquatch because I guess I'd given them love and I told them I know they're there and I just want to live in harmony and peace with them. And I would just uh, go out and give them love and energy. And one day they just came home and brought me a rock. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't see them, but one time one of the Sasquatch was looking in the window at me. I couldn't see him, but I could smell him. Holy Moses, I could smell him. There's a reason they're called skunk apes. <laughs> I smelled him. He did not smell good. <laughs> and I heard him running through the yard like big, heavy feet. It was crazy. Yeah, the Bigfoots. They are, uh, they're real. I've seen um, trees that they broke off and branches that were ripped off of trees. Um, you know, just like you'd break a toothpick. You know, it's just, it was wow. It was wild. Some of the shit I've seen. <laughs> you know, they just, they bust those branches way up high as a marker to the humans. Like this is our territory. It is what it is. But my friend had to sew up her aura today. She's like, wow, that was uh and as soon as she did, she's like, oh, I feel better already. She's like, oh, okay. She's like, so that's why I got drained. And she's like, I'd only went out once to smoke on the porch. I'm like, no, you walked away from the house. That's when the astral spiders got you. She's like, oh my God. You're right, I did. I forgot I did. And I, I described her yard to her. I described how the Wendigo caught her. I go, did you feel a, a big wind come up suddenly? And she's like, yeah. And I go, that was the Wendigo. They don't normally control wind, but he was running past you. <laughs> and he ripped you with his claws. Ooh. <laughs> this, shit can, this shit is real. It, it's nature is a trip. It's much more crazy than, uh, you can imagine. Um, but it's real. It's all real. And speaking of tears and auras and that kind of violence, uh, starting October 30th, 2022. So basically starting, I think that's Sunday, Mars went in retrograde and the number one word for this is violence according to astrologyking.com. So we're going to go over this and uh, 
I thought this was really strange. Um, saying, and I didn't. I was trying to ignore the New York Post article that I saw because it said it meant your exes are coming back. I'm like, oh fuck that. <laughs> I'm not going to look at that one right now. <laughs> so then I looked up Astrology King. He'll have something to say that's of reason. I don't want to talk about exes right now. I'm not trying to hear that. You know, uh, he he says violence. <laughs> so, but I mean, that's what my friend experienced. There's some violence against her. He tore her aura. And she's like, what about the time I threw things at you and you threw things back at me? And he's like, well, yeah, we were just sparring then. He was having a good time then. <laughs> you know, kind of like a Klingon warrior. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, Mars retrograde 2022 begins October 30th at the tw- at the 25 degrees Gemini and ends on January 12th, 2023 at 8 degrees Gemini. It's never leaving Gemini. Holy Moses. I thought it was going to leave Gemini at least. Holy shit. Okay, so generally, Mars retrograde is associated with inner changes relating to sexuality, decisive action, or anger issues in response to external change. Mars retrograde 2022 is particularly dangerous because it aligns with a Mars-like fixed star associated with violence, especially male violence. Oh shit. Mars quincunx Pluto increases the risk of threats, intimidation, and violence. Holy shit. You know what guys? Stay home. (laughs) You're going to go to the rodeo this weekend. Stay home. Stay home. Maybe don't go to that baseball or basketball or, or football game. You know, you might end up in a fight with the guys in the stands. So here we go. Um, Mars retrograde and transit is a regular cycle occurring every 25 months. It lasts for 80 days and it spans 13 degrees of the Zodiac. It is the second rarest of the retrogrades after Venus. And it only occurs 9% of the time. Transiting Mars retrograde is the time for thinking before acting, guys. This is so between now and January 12th. Be careful. Think before you act. Faded events and repeating themes will reinforce you. Will reinforce which of your intense desires need more background work before you are acting upon them. Mars retrograde means that whatever area of sexuality or decisive action you must develop is so important that extra time is needed to take stock and ensure everything in order is in order before you continue on. Faded events may occur that could be painful but are needed, so you back off and don't make a significant mistake. For Mars retrograde 2022 especially, You may have also struggled with destructive behaviors like anger, rage, violence, or sexual abuse. If so, the retrograde phase will bring faded events that force you to admit you have some anger management issues. This too could be harrowing as an experience for you. 
by the time Martians, Martian, <laughs> excuse me, by the time Mars stations, not Martians, by the time Mars stations direct, you should have come to terms with whatever relevant issues there were. This contemplative stage is over. You're ready to come out of your shell at that point in January, confidently asserting yourself and acting on your desires. So, um, there are uh, two planetary aspects involving Mars during this time. Both of them are challenging. One is Mars Quincunx Pluto, which is the strongest but Mars square Neptune will last longer. So the violent Mars-like fixed star will align with Mars during this retrograde as well. So ruthlessness. Mars quincunx Pluto gives an intense longing to achieve your strongest, most passionate desires. You may become forceful and competitive as you strive to get what you want. This can cause strong resistance from others that reduces your chance of victory. Also, Rushing ahead in too many directions at once makes it harder to succeed in any one thing. Resorting to coercive tactics, threats, intimidation, or violence will only increase the level of resistance. The quincunx is a karmic aspect, so you will also be harming yourself at this time. So be careful. You may experience uncertainty or a crisis if faced with defeat. The challenge is deciding on a single goal and avoiding being ruthless. You can then draw on courage and willpower to fulfill your desires. This aspect stays with three degrees or from October 11th to November 17th. So I like those numbers 11 and 17. That's also an angel number for some of you. It is for me for sure. So uh, with Mars stationing, retrograde on a fixed star associated with male violence mars quincunx pluto makes mars retrograde 2022 more dangerous because it increases the risk of aggression sadistic and cruel behavior violence against women sexual assault and even rape there is also a danger of violent protests police violence terrorism assassinations bombings, bombings, and war crimes. Holy Moses. You know what happened uh, today? I was given a warning by the federal government of the United States saying, don't go to Guayaquil, Ecuador. Many government buildings were uh, terrorized today. They were uh, bombed today in Guayaquil. Uh, I'm nowhere near. I'm like four hours away by bus and I'm not going to go there anytime soon. And even if I did, I wouldn't be anywhere near where the violence is taking place anyway. Wouldn't be an issue anyway. But it is a scary city. I don't like the energy of it. I hated going there every time I had to go. Um, It's interesting. They've got a lot of cool stuff over there, but the Iguana Park and everything. But right now, the U.S. government's like, nope, (laughs) stay away. And indeed, yeah, a lot of police violence against the protesters, a lot of violent protesters, a lot of people bombing and hurting buildings. There's like gangs of violence, roving gangs with violent tendencies uh, hitting all the government buildings in Waikou right now. It's totally trippy. He says this and it's like, shit, yeah, it's happening actually here in Ecuador. 
So deception, Mars square, Neptune brings low energy, deceit, lies, and scandal. Ooh, ooh, that's really creepy. It can make you feel weak, discouraged, confused, and guilty. In relationships, you may become suspicious and paranoid, jealous, or vindictive. Or you might be the victim of gossip, slander, treachery, or fraud. Try to avoid temptation to act against others due to confused motivations. Deceitful or subversive actions will most likely return to bite you in the ass. Literally says that on this website, (laughs) astrologyking.com. Be wary of offers that seem too good to be true. Don't let your fears or your imagination get the better of you. Instead, try to channel the confusing energy into creative projects that need inspiration and imagination not sustained by physical effort. This aspect stays with three degrees orb from the 3rd of October to November 29th. And it's exact on the money on November 20th, which is my fifth year anniversary of the day I moved to this country. Actually, November 20th is the day my husband died 12 years ago on that day. So that's also really personal for me and trippy. Okay. So, um, Mars retrograde is in the sign of Gemini here, um, at this time, but as the star map shows, it's in the constellation of Taurus and the discrepancy is due to the precession of the equinoxes. It's moved the sun signs, almost a whole sign out of alignment, as we have talked about before. Um, So Mars retrograde, October 2022 at 25 degrees, 36 minutes. Gemini aligns with Tianguan. I am not saying that right. T-I-A-N-G-U-A-N. Tianguan, maybe. Tianguan at 25 degrees, 6 minutes. Gemini. Located on the tip of the southern horn of Taurus, the bull. Shit. Tianguan is the new official name for Zeta Tori, more commonly known as Al Heka. <laughs> I never heard of this. This is so weird. Now, okay, so fixed star Al Heka is like Mars. If it's on the tip of a bull's horn, it gives violence, male violence, and danger of accidents. Al Heka is counted as an unfortunate star. It gives a combative nature with the tongue and sometimes manually too, which can lead to misfortune. With Mars, it says evil companions, bad habits, sex troubles, and afflictions of a Mars-Venus type. So holy shit. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it reminds me of that song. Don't come out tonight, for it's bound to take your life. There's bad moon on the rise. <laughs> you know that song I I I hear I feel a bad moon horizon. <laughs> oh shit. I hear bad moons arising. I fear troubles on the way. <laughs> Uh, that song, that's a song that came to my mind and I read that. Holy moly. (laughs) 
oh shit guys um yeah if you don't know hand to hand combat don't get in any bar fights don't go to any sports things don't go to any rallies political rallies or otherwise oh my god Mm. (laughs) be careful this is dangerous stuff man Uh, let's just try to get into Schumann I mean not Schumann but space weather news first Um, this is some crazy stuff man wow now we're not normally having technological difficulties but something happened to me today my Dolby surround sound app which I downloaded onto my computer years ago, randomly decided, fuck this shit, I'm out, and just deleted itself off my computer. And I'm like, uh, okay. I tried to download it, and I downloaded the wrong one. I downloaded the one for headphones, so I had to delete that, and then I downloaded the one that I thought I had, and it said you have to be like a part of the beta testing and have special permission from the corporation. And I'm like, what? I did. Did anyone lose your uh, your Dolby surround sound today? I mean, that is so annoying. I only watch TV on a laptop. I don't own a TV. I don't have cable. I don't have anything fancy. So I really like having a nice sound. You know, and I've got my little tiny speakers connected to my laptop. And it's just so irritating. Like, why did that happen? Come on, guys. I like to put on some lo-fi and chill for an hour or two in the afternoon when I start to get a little sleepy. And that is super annoying. Now my computer is, I had everything all loaded up like always. And now this is annoying me because it's just not, this website is just, not loading it keeps unloading itself and reloading and I didn't do any of that so I it's like it's not supposed to do any of this I'm just trying to see if we're inside um, a stream of solar wind right now because we're supposed to be uh, today well at at, uh, the 3rd of November so we're supposed to be in a stream and it should be between the 3rd and the 4th probably for one and a half to two days we'll be inside a stream of solar wind so I'm trying to see if we're in it and I don't know what is going on with this website (laughs) here we go finally yeah it doesn't say because new solar wind also flowed so here we go um so we'll just go back up I I, because I'm like it looks like we're in it I think we're in it now let me ask, Prime Creator, are we inside the solar wind stream now? It just started like a few minutes ago. I felt it. I felt it in my lower spine. I'm like, oh, ooh, I'm getting hit by something. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm hearing, give me something good. <laughs> Tell me that you like it. <laughs> oh, that was a good energy. I liked it. It was like, woo, it's coming in to my spine from my lower spine moving up. Woo. I'm liking that. All right. So spaceweather.com is where we go for news and information about the sun, earth environment and how and where we go to find out what's up in space. The current solar wind speed is 520.2 kilometers per second. And we are inside a solar wind stream. We will be until tomorrow is from what prime creator is telling me till the 4th of November. 
And then right after, we're going to be slammed with another solar wind right after on the 5th, which we're going to talk about in a second. Um, let's see. Um, there was an explosion of pink aurora borealises up in Tromsk, Norway, according to Marcus Varick. That's strange. Um that's the, that's the name the Wendigo gave Marcus. Maybe Marcus is significant for some of you. I don't know. Anyway, Mark is my brother, but his name is not Marcus. Anyway, an explosion of pink auroras. This looks like cotton candy. It's so pretty. If you want to go see what's happening inside the Arctic Circle, uh, you're going to love this. This is beautiful. It's like fuchsia, pale uh, forest green, white and just cotton candy pink. It is gorgeous. And this is what happened. Uh, let's see. I think it happened, uh, yeah, on November 2nd. And at the bottom, it's pale yellow, followed by bright, brilliant, primary color yellow. And then in the background, a bunch of forest, evergreen colored uh, auroras besides that. And most auroras are green, so to see this pink, that is actually pretty cool. Green ones are when the color of oxygen atoms are being struck by energetic particles, they turn green. Pink aurora borealises are happening when energetic particles from space descend lower than usual, and they strike nitrogen molecules at 100 kilometers level and below in our upper atmosphere. And so a crack formed in the magnetic field and the energetic particles rushed through the gap and penetrated deeply enough for it all to just turn pink. There is also a picture of a, a smoke ring fireball on Halloween night that somebody took. This is absolutely gorgeous. Um, bright that magnesium bright energy with the pale green followed by well it looks almost like a comet tail it's so huge um it was like yellow and red and and then green on the tail that is really trippy um apparently these particles of meteor smoke clouds uh can linger in the high atmosphere for months up to years that ultimately will be seeding our beautiful noctilucent clouds that come around. This is a fireball in this picture coming from the uh, torrid swarm that we talked about yesterday. So people are already bringing their pictures to spaceweather.com. We're right now on sunspot number 49. The sunspots have stable magnetic fields that pose almost no threat at all for strong solar flares. So even though we're in the middle of a solar wind stream and we're going to get more solar wind, it's not that big of a deal as far as the flares, not so much. We're not going to get that. So cosmic radiation today is elevated. It's gone up by 0.4% in the past 48 hours, according to University of Ulu's Southern Kyla Physical Observatory in Finland. Yay, Finland! <laughs> I bet it's a cool place to live over there, actually, even though it's cold. I bet it's actually, I bet the people are warm and friendly. I have a feeling. I, I um, rank pretty high. This show is heard in Finland for sure. Maybe because I keep mentioning 
<laughs> the University of Ulu. <laughs> Maybe I'm saying it wrong and they think it's hilarious. Maybe they drink every time I say Ulu. Hey guys, Ulu, Ulu, Ulu. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to get you drunk. <laughs> Solar wind flowing from the indicated coronal hole, which is on the equator of the sun over a little bit to the um, east of the sun facing us. It is going to reach Earth on the 5th of November. So we have the 3rd, the 4th, and then boom, slammed by another solar wind stream on the 5th. According to NASA's all-sky cameras and the all-sky fireball network, Above the United States today, there were nine fireballs. Six were sporadic. Three were northern torrid. So not as many as yesterday, for sure. According to the Schumann Resonance News, coming out of DisclosureNews.it, and now we've heard from another country called Knowledge Ravensbell. Meow. You want to say hi to the people? Okay, she was done. She's, that, that's all she had to say. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they, they're only at 5, 5 hertz frequency. Normal Schumann Resonance Baseline is 7.83 hertz frequency, and today it's 5. So it's so so if you're keeping score for this week, it was 5, and then 6, and then 5, and then 5. That's it. I mean, I, I looked at this page several times, and still 5. So, well, there you have it. According to the HeartMath Institute at heartmath.org, their um, services are down right now and they will be able to be read later so i guess hopefully we'll get more news about the schumann resonance tomorrow in the earth changes report but right now in weekly weird world news don't forget we're going to keep that this season because it seems to be a pretty popular um a show every Friday. I, I do the weekly Weird World News and the Earth Changes Report. So there we have it. Um, that's it for all the space weather and the Schumann Resonance News for now. Um, all right, guys, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we are going to get into it, baby. We're going to start talking about the courts of heaven, where they are, what they are, and how you can release yourself from cases illegal and legal against you that you did not even know existed (laughs) oh get prepared to have your mind blown right after this itty bitty musical ditty guys we're gonna jump right on in here I'm gonna start by saying as above so below as below so above this one's gonna get deep and metaphysical and also weirdly it's gonna sound a lot like the material world (laughs) so I was I was looking around on the uh, library that I go to online and as I was looking at all these books there were um, 
these weird books that stood out to me. Like, so I was, I was looking at these new age metaphysical books and I saw this book, uh, about the courts of heaven. And then I saw a book about divine restraining orders. And then I saw a book about, um, winning in the courts of heaven, breaking generational curses in the courts of heaven, having a breakthrough in the courts of heaven. You get the picture. It's all about the courts of heaven. So, um, Robert Henderson is the one who broke this news in a big way to the world. And he is a prophetic Christian minister and his stuff is extremely interesting. And I found Robert Henderson's ministries online on YouTube, actually. And he talks about this stuff. He also had a, a seven day class or well, seven hour class that he did in Australia a number of years ago. That was the culmination of all of the books he had written. And so I took this workshop online through, uh, the YouTube channel. It was free. You can go there yourself. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm only going to be talking about this for one hour and I'm not going to cover all the stuff that he did. There's no way I could, but he does go over the stuff in the Bible that proves that yes, indeed, my friends, there is a court system in place (laughs) and oh my God, there are legal cases against you. There are illegal cases against you. There are things against you. You did not know were against you until you go before God, the judge. Only God can judge me. You all have heard that. Tupac Shakur. (laughs) Rest in peace, buddy. Love you. But you did say only God can judge me. It says it in the Bible, says it in the Quran. Only God can judge me. And guess what? Boom. Prime creator. That's the ultimate judge in the courts of heaven that are in the seventh dimension located in the hall of justice in order to prepare your case you have to go to the hall of records (laughs) and you could go to the division called the akashic records as well in order to prepare your case to show god what to do what to say what you need to you know what like what do you need so what the heck am i talking about this sounds nuts. And when I heard this from Robert Henderson, I thought, eh, maybe he's stretching. I sent some of this information to a friend of mine and my friend said, Elena, I don't want to deal with Christians and the shit they make up. And I'm like, this stuff is not made up. It's a hundred percent real. You are an ordained minister. Like I am. I'm a doctor of divinity and I didn't hear about this shit. Okay. I didn't pick it up. Did you ever notice while reading the Bible or the Quran or the holy books of the Jewish faith, the Torah, that they're talking as if you're in court? The devil is the adversary. 
he's like the prosecuting attorney. <laughs> what does a prosecuting attorney do? They put you in hell, right? Or they put you in jail. <laughs> and what is hell but jail for your soul? <laughs> Oh my God, you guys, this is the hugest breakthrough I've ever come across in my life. And I've changed my life in just a very short few weeks since learning this method, employing this method, like every freaking day, I was able to get rid of all the stuff, all the people doing shit against me in the courts of heaven. You've heard about doing spiritual battle, but if you fight against the devil, you're just going to get pushback. You're going to get resistance. If you fight him in the courts of heaven, it's all gone. <laughs> this secret is amazing. When you look up the words um, court or um, adversary or advocate or um, legal case, I think maybe even. Um, I looked up a lot of these words in the Quran. And there's like hundreds of references to the courts of heaven <laughs> in the Quran. Now, Robert Henderson only does it from the Bible, but it's in the Quran also. Oh my God, guys. So this is how it works. Okay. <laughs> Get, I mean, you might want to pause it. Go make yourself some popcorn. Get yourself your legal pad <laughs> or your notebook Get yourself a pen. You're going to want to write this stuff down. Uh, grab yourself a, a cup of tea, something hot, or, it, you know, if you're hot, grab something cold. You know what I mean? You know, maybe put a blanket over your lap and just and sit and write this stuff down. Here it goes. Seventh dimension, hall of justice, courts of heaven. <laughs> you literally step into a supernatural realm. When you enter the courts of heaven, you close your eyes and you say, I would like to enter the courts of heaven, please. You're going to see yourself standing in a freaking courtroom. I did this. And the first time I said these words, holy shit, I was in a courtroom. God was the judge on the bench and I did not see God's face. I just saw a big white shining energy. Guess who your lawyer is? You're going to love this one. <laughs> Your adversary is the devil and he is not in court. It's just you and God and your advocate, which is Jesus, Yeshua, brother Yeshua. You can have another advocate, but he is the best. You want to know what to say? You get tongue tied and stumbling through your words. You ask the Holy Spirit, which is basically God's wife. She's going to come over and help you too. When I was doing the courts, I did courts in heaven for the friend I let go of. Actually, I lifted a bunch of shit out of her life. I did the courts of heaven in order to help that little girl live. And it worked. This stuff is real. And it worked. This little girl was on her deathbed after swimming in a pool with muriatic acid from the YMCA in in, in, on the East coast in the U S and she, within two days of my doing the courts of heaven, they said she'll be home in four days and she's already off the respirator. She like breathed in muriatic acid in the pool and gulped it. She jumped in the pool and didn't breathe right. 
you know, swimming and third degree burns on her skin. I mean, the whole nine yards. I did the courts in heaven thing and God allowed this to take place where she can get healed really rapidly. I also hooked her up to the fifth dimensional healing grid. I also sent her Reiki and I also prayed for her. But in the courts of heaven, I prayed for her with Jesus and his mother showed up, Mother Mary. And I did another courts of heaven thing for a friend of mine and Mother Mary showed up. And she will come as a witness to you. If, if you've known her any, anywhere, like in heaven, and we've all known each other in heaven. So that's a potential. It's a possibility. <laughs> I witnessed for my friend because she's my friend and I went to the courts of heaven for her. And I, I can do this, but I just, I don't have a lot of time to just be doing court cases all day long. So I'm going to teach you what the basics are, but I'm going to tell you, I learned everything I know from Robert Henderson. And also then once I got into the courts of heaven, the Holy Spirit, she will tell you more. She'll tell you whatever you need to know. She'll tell you what to say, what to do. Um, so this is what you do. Um, you look through your life, you sift through your life. What is going on? Now I've been looking for a job for two years. Can't find a job. You might, you might say, um, I've, you know, I'm 52 years old and I've never ever amounted to much. I don't have a lot of money. Got a lot of friends. I got family. I've got good things in my life, but just, I just can't make ends fucking meet. If that's you, you may have a generational curse that you can have removed in the courts of heaven. <laughs> this stuff is powerful. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I went into the courts of heaven guys on behalf of my oldest child. And I removed some money related generational curses from uh, her father's side and from my side. And 24 hours later, she got a phone call saying she's going to get thousands of dollars. And she was like, Oh my God, she had been applying for assistance and with the state of California. And they refused again and again and again for four years. They refused her. I did the courts of heaven 24 hours later. She got that money. It, I mean, at first she heard she was going to get money every month. And then I did the courts of heaven again a week later for her. Boom. That's when she heard, oh my gosh, now I'm going to get retro pay for six months. <laughs> she was freaked out. She's like, how the hell did this happen? I'm like, well, honey, I went into the courts of heaven and I had it expedited for you. So you would get money that you deserved and needed. I didn't know they were going to say yes. I didn't know where the money's coming from. I just said, I need to unlock this for both of my kids. My son started, um, I don't know what happened with him. He hasn't told me exactly yet, but he was not working. <clears throat> I went to the courts of heaven for him and now he, I think he is working. I think he said he, he is working now. Not sure, but he had lost his job. He had had some, some problems, but, um, the courts of heaven will help you clear anything in your life. Okay. So there might be cases against you that are affecting you. There might be cases against your ancestors that are affecting you. There might be cases against your entire family line against you. You might have 
past life sins, so not just against your physical, uh, you know, ancestors in this life, but who you were in other lives, your soul, your very soul, and you might have generational curses. And we have a cat. You want to say hi? Hi to the people? Okay, we're going to have to pause this so we can pet the cat. You hear this? I don't know if if she's scratching the notebook. She's like, what's this? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I gotta get the cat pulled on, guys. She was trying to lay on the computer. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> now, she, now I've got a cat. <clears throat> I got a cat on my shoulder like a parrot. So here we go. <laughs> my knowledge. You don't say hi to the people. All right. She doesn't want to say hi to the people. She wants to sleep on her mother's. Uh... <laughs> oh, I love you, baby kitty. Okay. Now I got a nice warm cat. That's so, I, I hope you all have a nice warm cat with you. That does help. <laughs> Helps for morale anyway. So I'm not going to go through all the Bible quotes. You can look at the Robert Henderson stuff and all of his books. He has like 10 books on the subject in addition to that seven uh, hour course. It's actually just under seven hours. It's like six hours and like 45 minutes or you know, 50 minutes, something like that. So, um, yeah. So you can remove generational curses from your entire family line. Now, according to Isaiah in the Bible, I don't know the quote. It said something about God has promised us that the adversary can only go back four generations. He cannot sue us legally in court. And yeah, the, it's it's almost like being sued, right? He cannot legally hold a case against us five or six or more generations ago from in our family line. So he can't go, you know, come, you know, go to God and say, "All right, uh, this person, you know, will um, will say, well, we'll say the name. Uh, I almost said Will Smith. I'm not going to say that. We're going to make up a fake name, okay?" <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> I just saw a video with Will Smith earlier. Why am I saying his name? Hi, Will. <laughs> um, no, if so, okay. If you um, will say uh, Mackenzie Jackson. Okay, Mackenzie Jackson. I, I just made it up out of my head. Okay. <laughs> Mackenzie Jackson is say having a problem with a generational curse and the um the devil goes to god saying i have a legal case against mackenzie jackson um you know their great 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 uncle stole bread and so because they stole bread we are or stole a horse or something, something that somebody in a past life stole or another life, someone that you're related to, they stole something. Now you will be cursed and everyone in your family will be cursed with uh, things being stolen from you and you can never make it financially to a comfortable level because so-and-so stole in a past life and they were at fault. Maybe they were found guilty in an earthly court and they were found guilty in a heavenly court. And um, and they might have already paid their penance. Okay. 
they might have already gone to jail. They might have died. Probably went to maybe they went to hell, did a stint in you know the Sing Sing version of hell, you know, <laughs> or hell's version of Sing Sing. I don't know. They did something, and the devil uses that against all the generations until you remove that shit from the courts of heaven, which really is unfair and really sucks. But you can, if it's past four generations, you could have it thrown out of court immediately because it's only going back four generations now, according to what's in the Bible in Isaiah. Right. And, and so, you know, if it's like five, six, 10, 20, 30 generations ago, unless you open up a case against yourself accidentally by saying the wrong thing, you know, then there's nothing that can be done except for four generations. So you only need to repent and ask for, ask God for forgiveness four generations deep. So say three generations ago, you know, your grandpa was a horse thief. You can say, first of all, I apologize for my grandfather. You know, you go into the courts of heaven and you, and you say, I'd like to enter the courts of heaven. There is a legal case against me. My grandfather stole a horse. My great, great grandfather, like three generations ago, stole a horse. And because of that, um, you know, I, I, I have this generational curse against me and you can ask prime creator, what is against me? What are the charges? Why is this happening? And in prime creator might say, well, your great, great, great grandfather stole a horse and you go, oh my God. Oh my God. You know, I'm so sorry. You repent, you say your story. And then this is where the magic comes in. Um, you, as you repent and you say, you're sorry and you are forgiven for that, it goes away. But you do need to call in Yeshua who now check this out. He died on the cross for your sins. What are the sins? The sins of you and your fathers, including what your, you know, Mackenzie Jackson's, you know, third, you know, third generations back, grandfather stealing a horse, you know, and that might be why you can't get a job today. That might be why you can't work in the livery stables. Maybe you've wanted to work with horses and you can't. Maybe that's why you have an allergy against horses. You go near a horse and you start sneezing your head off. Maybe it's why no one in your family can have money. You, you know, it could be any, it could take any kind of form, right? But once you find out what the legal case is against you and you find out what is, um, you know, what is the punishment, you know, that the adversary is punishing you with, then you can have it removed and you could say, look, Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I was ignorant and I did not know about that. And I'm sorry that my great, great, great grandfather stole a horse, but that was not me. You will see in my record book, if you look at the book of my life, Prime Creator, that my life, I actually gave to charity. I actually donated money to um, horse-based communities. I've already sacrificed my time in volunteering working with blind kids that ride horses, for example, I'm just making all this shit up. I never did any of this stuff myself. I'm just making this stuff up, but you can say, and, and you might want to note that I, uh, have sent money to, uh, rehabilitate 
old horses and I have even sponsored the Shetland Pony um, charity that brings Shetland ponies to nursing homes where old people can pet them and feel love and joy and it lifts depression and anxiety. So I brought more good into the world than my great, great, great grandfather did when he stole some light from the world by stealing a horse. So if you see that I have more than made up through my multiple sacrifices and my multiple horse-based programs that I have been a part of. And Jesus as my advocate here, he is my lawyer and he's the one that's going to say, he died for my sins so that I can go free. And also, I also did my own sacrifices. I'm a good person and I deserve to have all of the adversaries legal cases against me dropped. And then you ask God, can you drop the legal cases? And God will tell you yes or no. And if the answer is no, he'll tell you what you need to do. And if you didn't say the right words, don't worry about stumbling over your words because the Holy Spirit will come right to your aid and tell you what you need to do and what you need to say. Jesus will stand right next to you. Brother Yeshua will tell you what you need to do, what you need to say. And he will also speak on your behalf. You could say, Yeshua will speak on my behalf, and then you'd be quiet for a while. And then you're going to sense when that conversation is over, and then you're going to figure it out, right? So, um, you know, you'll hear God say, I grant this motion, or it's either denied or granted, just like in court. And so that's what how you handle a legal case. Now, there might be an illegal case brought against you. So let's talk about that. Cases that are brought against you are brought against you by a number of uh, people and or entities. Number one is the devil himself, the adversary and his demons and the minions. So the fallen angels that turned against God and fell against God on purpose, they want to get us all the time. They bring legal precedences and illegal precedences against us all the time. That's why we get hurt or get sick or get whatever. It's not just the devil doing it to us. You know, it's not like the devil coming around and poking you in the lungs and giving you an asthma attack. It's not that, but they will give you a legal, uh, do a legal case against you in court. And God would be like, okay, the punishment is maybe this person has asthma now. And when you have it removed in court, maybe you don't have asthma now. <laughs> or maybe your asthma is 85% better. Maybe the rest is just, you know, physical genetics. Maybe because you chose it for yourself, right? That's an example. But the legal cases are brought to you again, are brought against you by the devil himself, demons, and his minions. Now, the illegal cases and some legal cases are also brought by these other beings and, and entities some of them are legal most of them i have found out as i'm going through these motions with people are illegal okay dark arts practitioners black magic practitioners um evil witches i'm gonna say the word evil because not all witches are bad some witches are very, very good, like Samantha Stevens of Bewitched fame. Some of us are witches and some of us are good, okay? <laughs> 
And some of us can go to the courts of heaven for you <laughs> and, and speak on your behalf so that we can help you get through this shit and no longer have the curses on you. Okay. So, um, but when the dark arts practitioners or the black magic practitioners or the evil witches, when they curse against you or they cast a spell against you or they send a demon or a, um, a minion after you, or they send an evil spirit or negative thought form, um, or an evil spirit or whatever, they send stuff to you that will then attach to your aura. They will hurt your aura. They can hurt your chakras. They can hurt your physical body. They can hurt your mental body, your emotional body, your spirit body, you know, and create things like, um, with the spirit of depression or the spirit of anxiety, they can cause anxiety in you and depression in you. They could even send a spirit of procrastination that will attach itself to your, uh, second chakra. And now you just put off having a sexual relationship with someone or maybe the spirit of procrastination will be attached to your first chakra and you don't have the will to live. And so you procrastinate, gain a job. <laughs> That's the kind of shit that can happen. Okay. So these illegal cases, when you realize if you say, okay, God, look, um, I think I have a case against me and, and I want to enter the courts of heaven. And when you enter the courts of heaven, that you could say, I'm trying to think of what I had. I had, um, Okay, this woman, I'm not going to say her name, but this woman um, had done all this horrible stuff to me. And I said, okay, I'd like to enter the courts of heaven. This woman has apparently for four years been doing these horrible things to me. And I don't know why she has no case against me. And I said, prime creator, can you please look into it? And he said, no, this is a, an illegal case. I said, so can we get it thrown out of court immediately? which means the punishment stops whatever punishment someone throws on you. If it's illegal, it's illegal. There's it's, there's no precedent for it and it gets thrown out of court. So once you get that illegal case thrown out, then what? Well, then you ask for punitive damages. God will punish them. They get their karma instantly when you ask for punitive damages. So all of the illnesses that this woman threw upon me while taking my vitality and health away from me, she now has to give back my health and vitality. And I'm like, I'll, I'll just build my own more. I don't care. I don't want that back, but she has to release her hold. God forced her hold on me to be released whether or not she agreed to it or not, because it was an illegal case. And furthermore, I asked for a divine restraining order to be put in place so that she can never, ever, ever, ever in all directions of time across all space, time continuum across all realities, all dimensions, past, present, or future. This woman can never, ever, 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 have any cases against me legal or illegal again she cannot employ other people to do this she cannot have other people you know whether she pays them or just gets them to feel sorry for her she can never ever again affect my body my life my 
emotional or mental state, my spiritual body. She cannot affect my spine or my aura or my chakras or anything ever, ever again. God granted me a divine restraining order against all of the people she sent after me, all of the demons she sent after me, all of the evil negative spirits she sent after me, and all of the spell cast work she did against me. And she herself is now being punished 30 million by 30 million because God said, I am not messing around anymore. This is over. This has got to stop. So that's an example. Okay. So this is what you can do. You can ask for punitive damages coming back on them. Basically they get their own damn karma back and you can ask for three times three, 30,000 times 30,000, 300 times 300 or like me, 30 million times 30 million, depending on what you feel. You can, um, ask for your recompense ask for your recompense. So if this person costs you money, they cost you time. If they cost you a love relationship, if they've cost you an apartment or a living place, a dwelling, they, there has to be a recompense. So not only are they going to get punished through punitive damages, you get your recompense. Probably they're not going to call you up and go, here's the $30,000 I caused you to lose. Probably more along the lines of now you're going to win the lottery and it's the exact amount they cost you or some long lost relative you haven't heard from in 20 years dies and you were the sole heir. And now it just happens to be the amount of money that they cost you. You know, maybe they cost you a house and suddenly somebody leaves you a house or you win an essay in a competition and you pay the $25 entry fee or $125 entry fee. And it's you against 3000 other people and you win the house because you went to the courts of heaven and God granted you a new house. Boom. There it is. So for example, um, so the third thing is you ask for a divine restraining order in all directions of time across all space time continuum against, you know, you know, all in all dimensions in all realities on all timelines. <laughs> you, you don't want this. You don't want the devil to find a legal loophole. Oh, well, that was only on that reality. Well, she hopped to a new timeline. So we didn't have the agreement on this timeline. <laughs> he's tricky. He's a liar. You know, he's going to get his way, you know, if he can, but, um, usually the devil, well, the devil will go for you, um, one way or the other. Right. But usually it's demons. And I think a lot of these things that I've been discovering are just like, people with dark arts practitioners, you know, they just, you know, they, they could spend their time, you know, not hating you and not sending stuff against you. They could instead just get rich on their own away from you, but no, you know, sometimes they go after you. So when you stop it, 
they can they can say all the evil words and and keep your name in their mouth all they want after you've done the divine restraining order it cannot and will not reach you they're getting their punitive damages and you don't need to see it you don't need to know about it and you will be getting your recompense soon like as in the case of my my child getting word that she's going to get um assistance and then gain word a couple weeks later when I did it again that she's going to get it not only will she get the assistance but 6 months back pay immediately effective within like it was like within like 48 to 72 hours boom she had that had that money she's like oh my god it's like mom i've been struggling to pay my $50 a month rent she's like you don't understand like i'm so lame i can't get a job i don't know what's going on and she's been trying to get mental health issues resolved one way or the, or another like either get SSI they still won't give it to her so i'm still going to have to go back to the legal courts and see what's going on there you know because she do, she does deserve to get um SSI you know just so she can go to college and actually become a productive member of society you know but she has some issues where she cannot work she's tried and she's had some failures there and um that's what she just needs right now so while she is getting continuing um care but i'm the, i'm looking at this going this courts of heaven thing this is really really working my son wasn't talking to me i didn't know what was going on i went to courts of heaven to restore my um relationship with my son well we just had a conversation a couple days ago I mean you can use this for your relationships for your friendships for your romantic partnerships for your um everything you know when you find out that things are blocking your path that you didn't even know were there now you can have those obstacles removed and god removes them immediately now sometimes it's because you know god won't remove them because you didn't repent you have to repent which means ask for forgiveness you have to you know say you're sorry and really mean it you know and and most of us when we did do something against god or against somebody's family i mean if someone like the hatfields and the mccoys i'm sure they've got thousands of legal cases against both sides because they did horrible things to each other and those legal cases then are brought maybe not by each other against each other in court but the adversary is like well this person said that so boom there it is that person said that so boom there it is and and the so they might be stacking up cases and having against each other and here comes the advocate i mean the adversary the devil coming in here going oh well well they did this and oops they did that and oops there it is again <laughs> they got drunk and they allowed a spirit to enter their body so now i'm allowed to go in there you know oh well they went against their own religion so i i'm allowed to go in there you know when you give the devil a little inch he's going to take a mile and when you have all these different courts court cases against you that you didn't even know. It's like have you ever felt like the cards are stacked up against you? It's cuz they are. But when you get them removed one by one by one, God is going to come back and go, "Oh, <clears throat> you're actually okay now." <laughs> now you're going to get that phone call you've been waiting for 3 years for. You know, now you're going to get that relationship you've been longing for. 
Now you're going to be able to lose that weight and, and get healthy. Now you'll be able to get that money and that dream job. So, um, let's see. So in the legal cases <clears throat> against you, you do need an advocate, Jesus, Yeshua. Um, he will help you build your case and he will speak on your behalf. <clears throat> When you build your case, this is what you need to do. You have to have a sincere repentance, a sincere apology. You have to ask for forgiveness and you can point to the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross. You can um, look at your track record in this life. You know, the adversary says, I'm a bad person because I did this thing, but that was an accident. I did do that thing, but I said those words and hurt that person. It was completely a mistake. I didn't mean it in that way. I meant it in this way, but I am sorry. I did make amends with them. I did apologize. I did buy them lunch. I did get them a new job in a new place. I did do these things. I did do that. I did do this. And you, you just like build the case like that. Just, I, I did these five things for that person after I, I cost them their job accidentally. I said the wrong thing and, and someone took it the wrong way and they wouldn't take the person back. They were looking for a way to fire them anyway, but I went ahead and got a new job. This is what I did. Bada boom, bada bang, you know? And then you say, look, and, and look at this other place. You know, I did this. And, and you go through your track records. You can pull out the book of your life in this lifetime. You, you pull out your Akashic records and point out things you've done in other lifetimes that you might be aware of. And God will look at it and go, well, okay. It says here that you're a really good person. You more than made up for it. Oh, oh, would you look at this? Uh, your great, 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 great uncle died, you know, after hanging because he stole a horse, but, uh, your, um, you know, but his son donated a hundred horses to the children's school. Oh, well, that was already paid for. God will tell you, well, this was already paid for. And okay. Then you ask for your recompense, please. Punitive damages against the people who continuously punished us this whole time. Like to ask for my recompense, please. Because guess what? You know, one person did something wrong, but then another person made up for it. And that was generations ago. But how many people, you know, maybe there's hundreds of people, maybe 300 people have suffered as a result. So I would like to ask for all of my living relatives right now and myself to receive our recompense based on the punitive, um, or, you know, or the, uh, based on the, um, what we were being punished for, or, you know, the punitive damages against us, even though they were already paid way back when. So once you get those paid, you know, you can now suddenly you're going to find out, oh my gosh, all of your people and your family will suddenly find money on the sidewalk or get a raise or, you know, get the dream job in the city they've been wanting to move to. Like suddenly things are going to open up. The floodgates of heaven will open up and the breakthrough will come because 
You've pointed it out and you've proven it in the courts of heaven. Now, God wants you to have everything you ask for, but his hands are tied unless you prove a legal case in your favor. Sometimes that's all it takes, according to Robert Henderson. He has many, many stories in the, in the seven hours of video I went through, and it, it blew my mind. You know, people had been doing good things their whole life and never got anything good in return. And that should not have been that way. Living in the world, the tit-for-tat world that we live in, it should have been that way. But it wasn't because of the legal cases and the illegal cases against them. You know, so in, in, in a lot of times, most of the time, I believe that these things have already been paid for. Moreover, they've already been paid for. You know, you've already made up for it. If you've ever helped an old lady across the street or you volunteered, you know, to read books to the blind or whatever you've done in your life. You know, I raised my children. I mean, that might be enough, you know, like, look, it's like... <laughs> I, I've raised my children. I, even though their father was abusive towards us, at the end, I sang his praises the whole time, so they would feel good about their father because they should. Before he had brain cancer, he was a lovely person. He was a really wonderful person, actually. So I'm keeping his memory alive to them. In fact, this past week, I talked to both of my children about the good things that their father did, and about the degrees he held, and the fact that he. Um, did the animatronics for the original mouse in Chuck E. Cheese. He has a degree in electronic engineering. That was one of his first assignments. He wanted to go into animatronics, and that was the first project he worked on. He ended up working in HVAC for a while, but, <clears throat> you know, but that was one of his degrees. Neither of my kids knew that. They're like, oh, my God, he did animatronics? How creepy, and also how cool. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He worked on the actual mouse, not the rest of the band, but the mouse in Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like the original one, like you know, when they were just still making it. And he actually invented noise-canceling headphones for um, before they were for Bose. It was his idea, and it was his final project. It's how he got his degree, was with noise-canceling headphones. Well, the guy who ran with it was one of the guys in his classroom. And he saw his final project being presented and he stole the idea, ran to Bose and bada boom, bada bing. We all have noise canceling headphones now, but that was their dad. And I'm like, you got to know about your dad, you know, so I'm keeping good memories alive. So, you know, if any legal case is brought against me because I was mad at him or whatever, I've more than made up for, you know, the two years we we're going through a divorce and the evil things I said and did or, or anything when all those court cases should be thrown out. But if they're not, I have 12 years of talking good about their father and helping them understand what a wonderful man he was. And I did have a generational curse removed, um, from his entire family line, including him and his children. You know, and actually the devil helped me on that one because he knew it was an illegal case and he helped me go after the person who did it, which is hilarious now that I look back on it because I didn't know about the courts in heaven back then. <laughs> you know, so yeah, there it is. 
I hope that this information helps you guys. Um, so usually when you get a ruling, it's going to be in your favor right away. You do have to repent. You do have to make it up somehow. You might have to do some kind of a sacrifice of your time or some kind of an offering. Um, you know, it might be just bringing flowers to the grave of someone, you know, two or three generations ago, you know, someone did something, you know, old Jebediah <laughs> Berkowitz, you know, he, he was, uh, harmed by your grandfather Mackenzie's, uh, you know, horse kicked him in the head and he died. I don't know, you know, and maybe that was used as a, as some kind of a thing against your family. And ever since then, maybe you're all a little slow in the head. <laughs> That's your punishment. You know, maybe, maybe now you've all, you've all had suffered from migraine headaches. Maybe that's a punishment or, you know, <laughs> so you go and maybe put a, a little horseshoe with flowers with a little, I'm sorry, Jebediah. And you put that on the grave and maybe you have to give a little offering and, and honestly be really sorry about that. You know, <laughs> maybe he died before his time, you know, and that's another thing you can put a divine restraining order against dying before your time on the behalf of you, your spouse, your parents and your children. This is one of the best ones I've done. I, um, have had the spirits of depression and anxiety removed from my family. I'm still working on some of these things. I'm trying to figure it out once you figure out what's there. But I've also asked for please, you know, and it's been granted that there's a divining, divine restraining order against the spirit of suicide, against the spirit of um, self-harm. Actually, did is that still there? No. Okay. <laughs> Make sure. Um, you you can do this in the courts of heaven for your own children. If you have teenagers or whatever, or grandchildren, or you know even your neighbor's kids, you know you can learn how to do this stuff. It's wild and it's fun. Actually, I enjoyed it a lot doing this, and I keep doing. I've, I've been to the courts of heaven every day for weeks <laughs> for various things. Um, but you can offer an offering. You can even talk to a spirit. Like if you did something wrong to someone who died or your great grandfather did someone, someone else's great grandfather, a disservice, you can still talk to their spirit. You can still say, I would like to sincerely apologize on his behalf. And another thing that I found a nice, fun, legal loophole, I guess, is if your ancestor is in heaven now, even after they did this horse thievery or, you know, their horse kicks Jebediah in the head or whatever the hell happened, you can use that as a part of your case. Oh, well, you know, great grandfather Mackenzie, he's actually in heaven. You allowed him into heaven despite of what happened. So if you allowed him into heaven, he's already served his time. He doesn't have to be punished anymore. So neither does any of his descendants, including me and my children and my parents. And usually God will say, oh yeah, and throw it right out of court. And then you get a divine restraining order against any other claims in this case, in the illegal or legal cases. And you get a divine restraining order against the spirit of infirmary, 
you get a divine restraining order against the spirit of early death. You get a divine restraining order against a premature death. I did. I did for my kids and myself. So there you have it, guys. Um, that's all of it in a nutshell, what I got. Um, there's a lot more to it. But, um, you know, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That is the ultimate sacrifice. So when God says you need a sacrifice, Jesus did that for us. Yeshua did that for us when he was holding the office of the Christ. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they did. They know not what they do. He literally said that, right? I think I, I, we have to go back to the Aquarian gospel and read that part. But if he said that, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they did or what they do. Yeah, we don't know that there's illegal in legal cases against us. Holy moly. And then, and then you wonder why life is such a hard struggle. That's why. It's like, oh my God, if I had known all that my whole life, I would have repented a long time ago. I would have been sorry when I was in kindergarten. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would not have, you know. So you got to be careful um, with what you say and what you do and you know, um, laughing at other people's misfortune. Um, now it could be, that could be a case brought against you. You know, there's a lot of cases that can be brought against you. I, I suggest if you're interested in learning further about this, look it up on YouTube and take the seven hour workshop that when he, Robert Henderson did this out of Australia, I recommend reading his books they're um long i mean so much information and he has um stories about how other people resolved their uh, cases in the courts of heaven and if you are not good at telepathy ask god to give you the gift of telepathy ask your holy guardian angel to help you ask the holy spirit to help you you will eventually start to see when you ask to be entered into the courts of heaven you will see it you will feel it. You won't see it with your physical eyes. It'll be in your mind's eye, like your third eye. So you could close your eyes and imagine that you're there. And whether you feel it physically or not, you're still there. You're really there. Nobody is denied the courts in heaven. Everyone has a fair shot with God. Only God can judge you. So that's the only one you have to impress. <laughs> you know, and if you've done something wrong, you can even ask the Holy Spirit, what do I do? How do I rectify this situation? You know, and once you rectify everything in the courts of heaven, guess where you're going when you die? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, you know, you're going to be recommended to the spirit in the sky. Because <laughs> you've got a friend in Jesus. I don't know if you ever heard that song. <laughs> Spirit in the Sky song is from the 1960s. Um, I played it for my for my kid the other day. I'm like, listen to this song. This is some wild stuff over here. <clears throat> anyway, um, 
I'm sitting here with a cat on my lap this whole time or on my shoulder this whole time. But yeah, I, so I started doing the courts of heaven thing. My mind is clearer. My thinking is clearer. The Pauler, the Paul that I had, the, um, P A L L. Uh, I had like this, um, energy over my apartment that I did not like. And I couldn't get out of it for a while, like months. And I'm out of it, baby. I mean, the courts of heaven, man, I had so many, I have so many divine restraining orders now in place. And it's not like in the real world when you get a a divine restraining order. I mean, when you get a normal restraining order and the person can still stalk you and hurt you, (laughs) it's not like that. They cannot touch you. They can do it all. They can pretend they're doing all they want. They can sit in their little basement with their little shadowy candle and write your name a million times in their own blood for all you care. It's never going to touch you because God has put angels in place. There are, you know, like the military police kind of angels, right? They are protecting you in your home, in your body, in your family. They cannot touch you or harm you anymore. Whatever these people are doing, whatever the devil or whoever once you remove all the cases against you, your life becomes free and clear. (laughs) And at the end of, when you're done at the end of the court, when you finished all of it and God grants you, uh, yes, it is granted. Yes, it is so decreed. Um, you know, or yes, you hear that gavel come down and yes, everything's fine. Don't forget to say thank you to God. Thank you to Yeshua for being your uh, advocate. Maybe even a little thank you to the adversary for pointing out the blind spots that you had in your life and in your family, in your generational curses that were broken. You know, he just wants you to be a better person too. Weirdly enough, in his own weird way, the adversary wants you to be better do better, have more, but go through the courts of heaven, go through God. And when you're done with all of it, just say, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you. You know, mother Mary, she comes in as a witness. Thank you to the Holy spirit for helping me put the words in my mouth and helping me see and hear and experience the courts in heaven. It's, it's one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life. And I could do it every day, just sitting here in my own house. I could enter the courts of heaven for any little thing. You have had a, a fungus on your toenail for 20 years. Courts of heaven time. Maybe that's a punishment somehow. A weird little punitive damages someone inflicted on you because they had a legal case against you. you're overweight and can't lose weight courts of heaven find out what's going on financially emotionally mentally whatever not with your twin flame yet I've been to the courts of heaven on that one too and I feel like it's right around the corner now and I have no fear about it anymore it's just gone I just feel like All right, 
courts of heaven are it's a real deal guys and like i said the proof go on uh the go on the internet look um up these uh websites where you can look up words in the bible you can look up words in the quran uh, in in the torah you can look up words in these in these um works i'm telling you go look up courts of heaven go look up court go look up judge um advocate adversary look up those words and you're going to start to see a pattern that this is not just a made up thing by a prophetic christian in in i think he's in texas or something this is a real real thing and it's been in the bible for thousands of years <laughs> it's been well, like since the 1400s in the quran right so this stuff is gonna help you in your life you have a hard time learning courts of heaven find out why you have a hard time sleeping insomnia courts of heaven find out why <laughs> get a divine restraining order against the spirits that give you nightmares repent be sorry be humble be grateful be filled with love and that's it i just gave you the best weapon to live your best life ever i love all of you thank you for being on my spiritual journey with me and for listening to the show and for telling all your friends and family all the people you know that are spiritual tell them to listen to metaphysical soul speak the podcast especially this episode it's going to help a lot of people so there it is that's why i'm here here to help i love each and every one of you so 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 much i will be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming just like always but until then i'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension until next time guys peace guys i've been making episodes of metaphysical soul speak the podcast for a while now and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast well i have two solutions for this question number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the anchor app locate my channel and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to nine dollars and 99 cents monthly and you can stop anytime or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way, and you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. 
Let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you. Thank you.